It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with bears and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's go. Zach and Michael here with you. Happy Monday, brother. Happy Monday, Zach. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. We got a ton to get to. Uh, an eventful uh, weekend. A lot of things went down since we uh, we put up the show on Friday. So Malzahn spoke to the media last night. We had a stud in the SEC West opt-out for this season. And Auburn commits on his way out of the class. Uh, they made another ruling on a weird thing uh, as far as game day operations uh, this year. So we'll talk about all that. Um, at least we'll try to on today's Locked On Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Fetch Me. They have a new app coming, so go ahead and download it. Search Fetch Me in your phone's app store, and so you'll get the update when it drops. But, I mean, still uh, still great to use now. You can use promo code ZAC20 for your first delivery free. If you have not used promo code ZAC20, go ahead and do that. There's no reason not to. Uh, just please tip your uh, delivery driver there. But they always have uh, cool deals going on with different partners. They have a ton of partners in the Auburn, Opelika, and Lee County area, so be sure to do that. Uh, check out Fetch Me, FetchMeDeliver.com, or the free Fetch Me, uh, uh, free Fetch Me app. So, uh, Malzahn was asked a lot of questions last night. We had him for about 20 minutes or so. Not a lot of football-related questions, which I know 2020 is a weird year, but that's still kind of odd to me. So, we, um, we have kind of got all of the, uh, the non-football stuff out. I know uh, reporters want to ask and talk about COVID. I don't think people listening to sports podcasts when you hear a ton about that. So all right, they, they haven't practiced much since the first scrimmage. They had back-to-back rounds of testing with no positives, and then it hit the team last week. Uh, Auburn started practice on August 17th. They have practiced six times, twice in full pads. So last night when Malzahn started um, the presser, he gave an update on COVID and why they haven't been practicing. He also kind of gives us a schedule for, uh, for next week. This is kind of a long bite. It's like a minute and a half, but uh, a lot of good stuff in here. We had a pretty challenging week uh, last week. Uh, we had uh, five uh, positives after our Sunday tests, and we had four more positives throughout the week. Uh, we did practice on Tuesday, which I thought was a very good practice. Uh, we had uh, 16 to 18 players out, um, COVID-related issues for that practice. Uh, Wednesday, we had to cancel practice. Uh, we had two position groups that we just didn't feel like had enough guys to uh, – to, to be able to practice. On Thursday, we decided to test everyone again, which we will start getting into routine now. We're going to test our guys twice a week, Sunday and Thursday. Uh, so we did that on Thursday. And then the shooting in Wisconsin, everything that went with it, our players were uh, you know, extremely upset, as they should have been. And uh, my coaches and myself self, uh, felt the same way. Uh, the players did, didn't, they really decided they didn't want to attend meetings that day. And, and I fully support that along with our staff. Friday, we decided that uh, just to meet uh, with our players. And then I made the decision that uh, we weren't going to practice on Saturday and just get ready for the next week. Um, as far as this week's schedule goes, uh, we had meetings today, which were very good. We ended up testing our guys again. Uh, Monday will be off, and then we'll get back on the practice field Tuesday. We're going to practice Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, we're going to test and be off on Thursday again. And then Friday uh, we'll practice, and then Saturday 
will uh, will scrimmage. We're going to have 16 guys that will not be able to participate uh, this week. So 16 guys out after uh, just a few positive cases there. Uh, Michael, what stand out, what stood out to you the most from uh, from that opening statement from Coach? Why did they have to not practice on days when they get tested? I guess they need to. Um, I think the CDC's big thing has been if there are test results pending, you need to quarantine. I think that is the answer that they would tell you, but I don't know. Okay, I mean that that's a that's a reasonable and it's more reasonable than like like it's not like it's a super difficult test or taxing test, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not just like, uncomfortable. Uh, so. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't. I don't, th- I don't think it's like they have to recover or anything. I think it's just. While uh, while test results are out, you wanna you kind of want to wait. That that that's my mm-hmm. understanding anyway. That makes sense. Okay. Um, Sixteen okay. guys being out though. I mean, obviously that's uh, that's a big deal. Doesn't matter who they are. That's a that's a big deal as far as conducting practice. So um, at some point, I don't think I cut this up into any audio that we're gonna play. But uh, I think Mark Murphy asked uh, Mark Murphy asked a bunch of good questions last night. But one of them was you know how big is your current roster? And there's 120 guys out there practicing with them. So. I mean, I think if you go out and say, okay, well, there's 104 guys there, I think that makes it a little bit better. But you got to assume that some of these guys are starters and some of these guys uh, really need reps. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right, so Gus was asked about the goals for practice this week. And then um, Mark Murphy's a reporter that has to follow up in this clip as well. I mean, I mean, obviously last week, I mean, it was, it was uh, you know, we practiced one time. Um, so, you know, we're, we're going to – no matter how many we got out, we're going to continue to practice this week. And uh, we'll just have to adjust as coaches. And if we have a small number uh, of a position group, we'll just have to adjust. And so that's really going to be the name of the game uh, moving forward. But, uh, you know, we will practice, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. And uh, with who we got out there, we'll, we'll make the best of it. And goals for this week? To practice. I mean, short and sweet, short and sweet. The goal is just to get out there. Uh, you, you got any takeaways from that, Michael? Yeah, the whole thing, I kind of want to go back to position groups, you know, is what he's so it still seems like it's it's pretty isolated, even within the team. Yeah. Right? So, I'm, yeah, I'm sure that's been know, by man. design. So, I don't know, man. It, it's really, and it's one of those things that, that stinks to talk about, but it's, um, it's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, all right, so we've talked about the need for two and three deeps this season. Malzahn was asked about that, what that looks like on the offensive line. The number of guys he keeps saying that he wants as far as the, on the offensive line, it's, um, it's surprising to me. It's a pretty high number. Yeah, you know, I would hope that we would have a, uh, you know, a good idea by the time we played our first game about uh, you know, our top ten guys, and, and offensive line is very unique that you can actually move guys around. So, you know, if we could get it with our top ten guys, I think that would be a really good deal. But we've also made it clear with all of our guys that, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's offensive line. you got to be coming to practice every day thinking that you're going to play. And just that responsibility that goes with that every time you go to practice. And really, it's been a good thing uh, just with, uh, you know, everyone – on the team, understanding that this is a different year. It's a different day, and you have a real chance of playing. So what we've seen is, is the guys have been been locked in, uh, been been more urgent, which I think is a good thing. So ten guys on the offensive line. That's kind of what they're looking at. You hear that on the defensive line, on the offensive line. You know, in a normal year, you want your five guys, and then you maybe have a reserve interior offensive lineman and a reserve tackle. 
and that's kind of it. But uh, ten guys being relevant on the offensive line—that's that's really really tough. Yeah, that's nuts. That's going to be absolutely wild. Think about the substitution packages. Well, I, I think they just mean it for depth. I don't think they're going to sub in a game. That's uh, at least that's that's my understanding. That would be really really crazy to do. Um, it would be wild though. It would be wild. And then just having that mindset from your backups—it has to be a good thing. I think it's going to make your whole roster better. Because I mean, if you're, you know, if you know going into the season, like, okay, I'm probably going to be on the, you know, the, th- you know, three down in the depth chart. I don't need to pay attention as much in film study, or you know, I, I can take this drill off. If that mindset changes to, oh, I've legitimately got a shot this year, I think that just is, is going to trickle down. I bet practices have been more competitive. You know, the few that they've been able to have. Yeah, and think about it. Like your backups now, instead of being your second string guys, are actually like your fourth string guys. Mm-hmm. So, no, I totally agree with you on that one. And with everyone, I mean, it certainly seems like they're going to try to give as many guys playing time as possible because, you know, they got to be ready in case week four someone someone gets a positive test. All right, so we got some Chad Morris hype coming up uh, in just a moment. First, want to give some love to our friends at Built Bar. Their new bar is uh, even better than it was before. They've got six new flavors, including caramel brownie, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Twelve original flavors: uh, flavors orange, toffee almond, coconut, peanut, uh, peanut butter brownie. Bars are uh, covered 100% in chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. And they're healthy for you. Just looking at the flavor profile for uh, or the, the calorie ta- uh, makeup for uh, peanut butter, the bar has 19 grams of protein, just 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. I had a Built Bar for breakfast this morning, actually, and it was delicious, and I'm full. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, no spaces, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll receive $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so we've got got some tight end type. Three tight ends on the field at the same time. Malzahn said it. Yeah, you know, that's a big thing for Chad. Chad's offense. Uh, you look at the last two years, you know, when he was Arkansas, I think he had the second most targets uh, in all of college football with the tight end. And uh, so, you know, he's carrying that over here. And our, our guys have done a good job so far. Um, feel like we have some guys, some older guys, that uh, really have stepped up. And we feel like we got two freshmen that is going to have a chance to help too. And, you know, you'll see at times that, you know, Chad will have, you know, two tight ends on the field at the same time and possibly even three. So that will definitely be a focus uh, for this year. All right, so when he says three tight ends at the same time, do you actually think that there's like your offensive line and then you've got – you actually have literally three tight ends like with their hand on the ground? Or do you think that means there may be one that's playing tight end, then one that's playing like big slot, then one that's like in the backfield like playing H-back? Or do you think there's actually three tight ends on the field? Zach, you got to read between the lines. He's obviously talking about the Cox Cat here. <laughs> three offensive lines, John Samuel Shanker taking the snap, or three tight ends. John Samuel Shanker taking the snap. That's it. 
I mean, you know, we we know Gus. Kind of, you didn't pick that up. I didn't. I didn't believe it or not. not. But I I think it's going to be interesting to see how Auburn fans respond to this because if it's just three guys with their hands on the ground and they're kind of blocking, which is, I mean, you you typically run a lot in a three tight end set. You're not really necessarily throwing to those guys unless it's probably out of play action or something. But I don't think most Auburn fans will even notice if that's the case. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, and maybe they're doing like two tight ends attached, one split out, like you yeah. kind of said. But right. that's um, that's it's gonna be so fun, man. I'm so excited. Or at least has give me the, all the football. Yeah, I mean it has all the potential to be fun anyway. We'll see, we'll see. You know, and uh, I think uh, I think Frazier is gonna play more this year than I thought he was originally. Because I mean, if there's three guys on the field, I'm curious to see how they use Shanker and Deal and Fromm and all that, but I would assume he's the next guy up. And I know the flavor of the week, this part of the offseason, has been J.J. Pegues. You know, what does his role look like? And, you know, they got Harold Joyner to bulk up a bunch. So are the, is he going to play H-back? Does that mean all the tight ends can actually play tight end? I don't know. That's going to be fun to see. Uh, Gus was also asked about uh, the job that Cadillac is doing, as well as the running back room. As a whole, big news regarding DJ Williams. Yeah, well, first of all, Cadillac's doing a great job. Um, you know, he's a teacher. Um, he's a relationship guy. Uh, he's really close to his players. And, and you know, we, we've got a lot of uh, what I'd say quality depth. You know, DJ Williams came back last week, and um, you know, we've got a, a lot of versatility in that room. Um, so, you know, I'm really excited. I know Coach Morris is very excited about the running backs. And like I said, even at, before we start practice, I mean, you know, utilizing those guys in the passing game will be more of an emphasis this year also. All right, what stands out to you uh, about uh, Malzahn's take on the running back room? He's a teacher. I mean, that's what stands out to me is that, like, this is a really good glimpse into what's going on in the room. I mean, Cadillac is teaching. And that's, I think that's great for the running backs. I can't, I mean, there's very few guys that you would say uh, are better to learn from, from an Auburn perspective than Cadillac Williams. Have we seen a running back get better while being under Cadillac? Or was it all wasted on Booby for those two years? I was going to say, isn't this Cadillac's second off season? I think so. I think so. Right, so let, let's give him a second. All right. Shivers has gotten better, right? Uh, he's definitely gotten better at popping people's helmets off. That's true. I wonder if Cadillac taught him that or if that was just kind of something that happened. No. I'm pretty sure in his interview he was like, Cadillac specifically taught me that. Yeah, the exact angle and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They yeah. spend a lot of time doing physics, I heard. <laughs> Working and, out the math. So angle's a exactly. big part of the running back room. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, uh, we got some recruiting news as well as some SEC news uh, coming up right here on Locked On Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Before we jump into the rest of the news, so Locked On Nittany Lions, the Penn State Locked On show, um, they're doing this thing. They're they're kind of having a, a, a contest from different 
locked on hosts as far as who would who they're going to adopt another team this year because Penn State's not playing football. And so I, I sent out like you know a, a minute clip to them that they're going to air. I think uh, I think some other hosts are doing the same thing. But I want uh, I want Auburn folks to reach out to uh, to the host and uh, and say hey adopt Auburn adopt Auburn and I think it'll be even more fun when we play there next year in 21 and they come here in 22. So please t- on Twitter reach out at Kevin on CFB Kevin on CFB or at Locked On Nittany N I T T A N Y would love to would love to kind of. Give him some Auburn love so they kind of look this way. I think that'd be a lot of fun. All right, three-star offensive tackle. Jamarian Gooch's commitment to Auburn is no longer solid. Keith Niebuhr of Auburn Undercover reported this over the weekend, said he does not expect him to be in the 2021 class. And it says that um, it looks like Tennessee uh, is going to get this guy. It's Tennessee's um, guy to lose. What are your thoughts on that, Michael Pappas? Um, It's interesting. This was the first offensive line commit that Auburn had in a pretty good offensive line group for Auburn, but I mean, it's not shocking. They've gotten three higher rated offensive linemen, one who definitely plays tackle. Um, I think Jaden Roberts can kind of do both guard and tackle. Yeah. I know Auburn's really going hard after a few other tackles still. Um, one of which is Amarius Mims who like, if Auburn gets him, that guy's playing next year. Right. So, like, uh, yeah, it's not shocking. And just a reminder, this is the guy who's, like, six foot eight, 400 pounds. He's a big dude. So, uh, yeah, and I don't know. So all the folks that cover recruiting, they don't seem to care too much about Auburn probably losing uh, Jamarian Gooch, mm-hmm. largely because of the three guys that you mentioned are part of the 2021 class. You want to run through those three guys for us real quick? Yeah, so they've got the, the four-star – Offensive guard, offensive tackle, Jaden Roberts from North Shore, Texas. Um, he's the one who played with D. Davis. Right. Plays with D. Yeah, Davis currently. right now. Right. Uh, and then they've got the two guys from Trinity Catholic. Um, now, Zach, I'm looking at him listed as a guard, uh, Garner Langlow. He's mm-hmm. a three star, but I'm pretty sure both of these guys play tackle. Um, but yeah, I think Langlow is projected to be a guard in college. Okay, four-star offensive tackle Caleb Johnson. He's the guy who's six seven, and then three-star offensive guard Gardner Langlow. I think is like six five, like slightly shorter. Yeah, they're and big so guys. They they've got a very big, very good offensive line class, and, and like I said, they're still trying to add some guys. Savion Bird mm-hmm. from Houston, also, I think uh, somewhere in Texas. They think he might go to SMU. Okay. Um, Amarius Mims, like I said, and then there's always other little, you know, pieces that you hear about this guy here, this guy here. I know there was a guy in Birmingham who a lot of people were putting out that like Auburn didn't want to offer him yet because they knew he would commit like on the spot. Gotcha. So like he didn't have, yeah, it was like he didn't have an offer for Auburn, but like it was a. Yeah, Auburn, they felt like, unlike some other guys, where they offer them and then have to wait, like, you know, beg him to come to the school for a while. This guy was like, the second we offer, he's coming. So, 
maybe let's wait a second. <laughs> yeah, no, you want to do, uh, you, you kind of want to manage your class from a number standpoint. There's usually three or four guys, and they seem to all be usually in-state guys because they grew up Auburn fans. A lot of mm-hmm. times you'll see, um, like, Stephen Roberts, I think, was out of Montgomery. He was in that situation. Thank goodness they offered him. But it seems like there's, you know, a few guys every year where that seems to be the case. So that'll be um, that'll be fun to, to follow. So, yeah, uh, like I said, most people who know recruiting a lot better than, uh, than I do have said, you know, Jamirian Gooch's department um, – or departure, excuse me, is not, a, is not a huge deal. As far as the SEC, big news happening with uh, Jamar Chase – he opts out for the 2020 uh, season. He's LSU's primetime receiver. He was a big part of their offense last year, and they had uh, receivers get drafted high uh, this past season, and he still may have been the best one. So he had eight catches for 123 yards versus Auburn last year. So Auburn will not miss him <laughs> not playing this year. Uh, but I think you know with, with so much turnover and so much question about LSU, Michael, you and I have talked about this you know, a, a few times, but – I'm just not as high on LSU this season as I was. And on top of that, they may have lost their best player. He was their best player. Yeah. I mean, he was going to wear number seven. Was he actually? Yeah, he was going to wear number seven. Okay. Um, they, they just put out a video yesterday over the weekend. I saw it, and it was like 24-7, and it was about Derek Stingley Jr. and Jamar Chase. So, like, this is – I mean, this is massive for them. Yeah. But they just climbed um, another spot in the AP poll. So, weird how that happens. Guys keep leaving. They keep climbing. Yeah. Can you imagine if, like, Seth Williams opted out? Auburn coming in, like, 20th in the AP poll. Whatever. Um, I think he was out there practicing, and he realized um, the drop-off from Joe Burrow to Miles Brennan. And he was like, yeah, I'm just going to go pro. <laughs> Mm, this offense is going to be bad. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. The, I saw that I joke on Twitter. I wish I remember who put that out there, uh, but I thought that was hilarious. He's uh, grown accustomed Miles, to a certain lifestyle with Joe Burrow, and um, he can't maintain that lifestyle anymore. I think that's all it is. Miles Brennan has only had four chances in five years to win the job. Well... You know, eventually it's going to happen, right? I think it's going to happen this year. You know, and I think it's interesting. On August 9th, he tweeted that, you know, when all the players, Bo Nix did this too, a lot of Auburn guys did it, the hashtag, we want to play. Um, mm-hmm. He was part of that. He was part of that from the uh, the LSU squad. So I don't know if, you know, maybe he knew somebody who got infected uh, and, you know, was impacted by this or maybe somebody got in his ear and said, like, yo, man, you don't need to do this. You're a first-round pick no matter what. I don't know. I don't know, but I do think that's interesting. Um, you know, within a month, he his or really just like three weeks, his mindset has changed on this. But obviously, a, a big deal for uh, everyone that LSU plays this year, and of course Auburn being one of them. So I thought we should mention it. Yeah, absolutely. Michael, it's a huge, huge loss. Yeah, yeah, you, you hate to see it. You really do, Michael. Where uh, where can people uh, find you, good bud? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Couch Potato. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. Um, we're also on TikTok. We search Locked On Auburn. Also, please reach out to the folks on Locked On Nittany. Uh, tell them that they should adopt Auburn to be uh, their team this year. At Kevin on CFB on Twitter and at Locked On Nittany uh, for their show page. We'll be back tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn.
It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.